Section 14 of The Chorus Girl and Other Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schimpf. The Chorus Girl and Other Stories by Anton Chekhov. Translated by Constance Garnett. Zinichka. The party of sportsmen spent the night in a peasant's hut on some newly mown hay the moon peeped in at the window from the street came the mournful wheezing of a concertina from the hay came a sickly sweet faintly troubling scent the sportsman talked about dogs about women about first love and about snipe after all the ladies of their acquaintance had been picked to pieces and hundreds of stories had been told the stoutest of the sportsmen who looked in the darkness like a haycock and who talked in the mellow bass of a staff officer gave a loud yawn and said it is nothing much to be loved the ladies are created for the purpose of loving us men but tell me has any of you fellows been hated passionately furiously hated has any of you watched the ecstasies of hatred eh no answer followed has no one gentlemen asked the staff officer's bass voice but i now have been hated hated by a pretty girl and have been able to study the symptoms of first hatred directed against myself it was the first because it was something exactly the converse of first love what i am going to tell however happened when i knew nothing about love or hate i was eight at the time but that made no difference in this case it was not he but she that mattered well i beg your attention one fine summer evening just before sunset i was sitting in the nursery doing my lesson with my governess zinotchka a very charming and poetical creature who had left boarding-school not long before zinotchka looked absent-mindedly towards the window and said yes we breathe in oxygen now tell me pitya what do we breathe out carbonic acid gas i answered looking towards the same window right assented zinotchka plants on the contrary breathe in carbonic acid gas and breathe out oxygen carbonic acid gas is contained in seltzer water and in the fumes of the samovar it is a very noxious gas near naples there is the so-called cave of dogs which contains carbonic acid gas a dog dropped into it is suffocated and dies this luckless cave of dogs near naples is a chemical marvel beyond which no governess ventures to go zinotchka always hotly maintained the usefulness of natural science but i doubt if she knew any chemistry beyond this cave well she told me to repeat it i repeated it she asked me what was meant by the horizon i answered and meantime while we were ruminating over the horizon and the cave in the yard below my father was just getting ready to go shooting the dogs yapped the trace horses shifted from one leg to another impatiently and coquetted with the coachman the footman packed the wagonette with parcels and all sorts of things besides the wagonette stood a brake in which my mother and sisters were sitting to drive to a name-day party at the ivanetskys no one was left in the house but zinotchka me and my eldest brother a student who had a toothache you can imagine my envy and my boredom well 
what do we breathe in asked zinotchka looking at the window oxygen yes and the horizon is the name given to the place where it seems to us as though the earth meets the sky then the wagonette drove off and after it the brake i saw zinotchka take a note out of her pocket crumple it up convulsively and press it to her temple then she flushed crimson and looked at her watch so remember she said that near naples is the so-called cave of dogs she glanced at her watch again and went on where the sky seems to us to meet the earth the poor girl in violent agitation walked about the room and once more glanced at her watch there was another half hour before the end of our lesson now arithmetic she said breathing hard and turning over the pages of the sum book with a trembling hand come you work out problem three hundred twenty five and i will be back directly she went out i heard her scurry down the stairs and then saw her dart across the yard in her blue dress and vanish through the garden gate the rapidity of her movements the flush on her cheeks and her excitement aroused my curiosity where had she run and what for being intelligent beyond my years i soon put two and two together and understood it all she had run into the garden taking advantage of the absence of my stern parents to steal in among the raspberry bushes or to pick herself some cherries if that were so dash it all i would go and have some cherries too i threw aside the sum book and ran into the garden i ran to the cherry orchard but she was not there passing by the raspberries the gooseberries and the watchman's shanty she crossed the kitchen garden and reached the pond pale and starting at every sound i stole after her and what i saw my friends was this at the edge of the pond between the thick stumps of two old willows stood my elder brother sasha one could not see from his face that he had toothache he looked towards zinotchka as she approached him and his whole figure was lighted up by an expression of happiness as though by sunshine and zinotchka as though she were being driven into the cave of dogs and were being forced to breathe carbonic acid gas walked towards him scarcely able to move one leg before the other breathing hard with her head thrown back to judge from appearances she was going to a rendezvous for the first time in her life but at last she reached him for half a minute they gazed at each other in silence as though they could not believe their eyes thereupon some force seemed to shove zinotchka she laid her hands on sasha's shoulders and let her head droop upon his waistcoat sasha laughed muttered something incoherent and with the clumsiness of a man head over ears in love laid both hands on zinotchka's face and the weather gentlemen was exquisite the hill behind which the sun was setting the two willows the green bank the sky altogether with sasha and zinotchka were reflected in the pond perfect stillness you can imagine it millions of butterflies with long whiskers gleamed golden above the reeds beyond the garden they were driving the cattle in fact it was a perfect picture of all i had seen the only thing i understood was that sasha was kissing zinotchka that was improper if mamam heard of it they would both catch it feeling for some reason ashamed i went back to the nursery not waiting for the end of the rendezvous 
there i sat over the sum-book pondered and reflected a triumphant smile strayed upon my countenance on one side it was agreeable to be the possessor of another person's secret on the other it was also very agreeable that such authorities as sasha and zinotchka might at any moment be convicted by me of ignorance of the social proprieties now they were in my power and their peace was entirely dependent on my magnanimity i did let them know when i went to bed zinotchka came into the nursery as usual to find out whether i had dropped asleep without undressing and whether i had said my prayers i looked at her pretty happy face and grinned i was bursting with my secret and itching to let it out i had to drop a hint and enjoy the effect i know i said grinning yeah what do you know <laughs> i saw you near the willows kissing sasha i followed you and saw it all zinotchka started flushed all over and overwhelmed by my hint she sank down on the chair on which stood a glass of water and a candlestick i saw you kissing i repeated sniggering and enjoying her confusion <laughs> i'll tell mamma cowardly zinotchka gazed at me intently and convincing herself that i really did know all about it clutched my hand in despair and muttered in a trembling whisper pitya it is low i beg of you for god's sake be a man don't tell anyone decent people don't spy it is low i entreat you the poor girl was terribly afraid of my mother a stern and virtuous lady that was one thing and the second was that my grinning countenance could not but outrage her first love so pure and poetical and you can imagine the state of her heart thanks to me she did not sleep a wink all night and in the morning she appeared at breakfast with blue rings round her eyes when i met sasha after breakfast i could not refrain from grinning and boasting i know i saw you yesterday kissing mademoiselle zinya sasha looked at me and said you are a fool he was not so cowardly as zinotchka and so my effect did not come off that provoked me to further efforts if sasha was not frightened it was evident that he did not believe that i had seen and knew all about it wait a bit i would show him at our lessons before dinner zinotchka did not look at me and her voice faltered instead of trying to scare me she tried to propitiate me in every way giving me full marks and not complaining to my father of my naughtiness being intelligent beyond my years i exploited her secret i did not learn my lessons walked into the schoolroom on my head and said all sorts of rude things in fact if i had remained in that vein till today i should have become a famous blackmailer well a week passed another person's secret irritated and fretted me like a splinter in my soul i longed at all costs to blurt it out and gloat over the effect and one day at dinner when we had a lot of visitors i gave a stupid snigger looked fiendishly at zinotchka and said i know <laughs> i saw what do you know asked my mother i looked still more fiendishly at zinotchka and sasha you ought to have seen how the girl flushed up and how furious sasha's eyes were i bit my tongue and did not go on zinotchka gradually turned pale clenched her teeth and ate no more dinner 
at our evening lessons that day i noticed a striking change in zinotchka's face it looked sterner colder as it were more like marble while her eyes gazed strangely straight into my face and i give you my word of honour i have never seen such terrible annihilating eyes even in hounds when they overtake the wolf i understood their expression perfectly when in the middle of a lesson she suddenly clenched her teeth and hissed through them i hate you oh you vile loathsome creature if you knew how i hate you how i detest your cropped head your vulgar prominent ears but at once she took fright and said i am not speaking to you i am repeating a part out of a play then my friends at night i saw her come to my bedside and gaze a long time into my face she hated me passionately and could not exist away from me the contemplation of my hated pug of a face had become a necessity to her i remember a lovely summer evening with the scent of hay perfect stillness and so on the moon was shining i was walking up and down the avenue thinking of cherry jam suddenly zinotchka looking pale and lovely came up to me she caught hold of my hand and breathlessly began expressing herself oh how i hate you i wish no one harm as i do you let me tell you that i want you to understand that you understand moonlight her pale face breathless with passion the stillness little pig as i was i actually enjoyed it i listened to her looked at her eyes at first i liked it and enjoyed the novelty then i was suddenly seized with terror i gave a scream and ran into the house at breakneck speed i made up my mind that the best thing to do was to complain to maman and i did complain mentioning incidentally how sasha had kissed zinotchka i was stupid and did not know what would follow or i should have kept the secret to myself after hearing my story maman flushed with indignation and said it is not your business to speak about that you are still very young but what an example for children my maman was not only virtuous but diplomatic to avoid a scandal she did not get rid of zinotchka at once but set to work gradually systematically to pave the way for her departure as one does with well-bred but intolerable people i remember when zinotchka did leave us the last glance she cast at the house was directed at the window at which i was sitting and i assure you i remember that glance to this day zinotchka soon afterwards became my brother's wife she is the zineda nikolaevna whom you know the next time i met her i was already an ensign in spite of all her efforts she could not recognize the hated pitya in the ensign with his moustache but still she did not treat me quite like a relation and even now in spite of my good-humoured baldness meek corpulence and unassuming air she still looks askance at me and feels put out when i go to see my brother hatred it seems can no more be forgotten than love two i hear the cock crowing good night my lord lie down end of zinotchka